And welcome to another edition of the Throwing Bagels podcast. Jason Hamo here along with Kevin Mooney. Kevin, how you doing? Hey, I'm great, Jason. How are you? Good. And Chris Daglas, how are you? What's up, Hamo? How are, how's everything? It's going great. We have another great guest today, uh, a former Oswego alumni like the rest of us, former Survivor contest- contestant, uh, creator and host of a five-time podcast award-winning Rob Has a Podcast. Um, Rob also has a website.com, mm-hmm. and he has done over 2,000 podcasts. Uh, Rob Sestonino. 2,000 Rob, this you? week, I think. Wow. Uh, oh, yeah. really? Yeah. No, uh, that, yeah, that's that needs to get updated. That was like uh, probably it's like, uh, I don't know, like seven or 8,000 at this point. Is it really? It's all, we can cut But that who's out. counting? Who's we can counting? cut that out. That's <laughs> it's it. Still, it's still it's, over 2,000, right? Keep it in. Uh, that, uh, <laughs> I don't care. Um, but yeah, it's, it's an insane amount. I, I, I don't even know, like, uh, you know, I, I haven't even looked at it in a long time in terms of like, uh, what the count is. Well, you know, 2000, 7,000, eh, it's a difference between 5,000. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Yeah. Number. yeah. I don't know. I don't know what the record is. <laughs> uh, mm. That's a good question. We should find mm-hmm. that out. Guinness Book of World Records. Yeah. I'm, I'm chasing history. <laughs> there you go. We got it. We'll, we'll have to look that one up. We, we'll get our uh, researcher to go look that up before. Hey, I'm we're, glad you guys talking. got me in for Bottom. another one tonight. We're glad. We're glad you could we're join one us. One step closer. That's right. Yeah. yeah we're, uh, we're only about uh, 6,979 <laughs> podcasts behind you. Yeah. We're doing, we're doing pretty good. Yeah. Um. So Rob, you for 13 years now, right? Rob, you've had Rob has a podcast. Um yeah. devolved almost entirely around discussion of TV, uh, like Survivor, Big Brother. Um, how has the strike for the by the uh actors and oh. writers affected all that? You know, um, honestly, it has not uh impacted me too much yet at this point in time. Uh, but uh in the fall, like the networks are going to basically kind of like an all reality lineup. So it's actually gonna be like a pretty crazy season coming up. And then when we get to the spring, like there's gonna be really like uh nothing in production for the springtime. So I don't know if there's gonna be like uh more seasons of Big Brother that get greenlit or if there's any other shows that are coming up. But yeah, it's been um very busy in far as far as the reality TV uh of it all has gone. But the people on the show, like the uh behind the scenes people, yes. they're not part of SAG. No, not a furry reality. That's, um, I, I think that for, and this is like a bigger conversation for, for people like smarter than me of like, uh, that there, I, I don't think that there is, uh, too much unionization in, uh, the reality TV world. Like, I think that maybe like some of like the camera operators and stuff like that and crew people, uh, may have like their own unions, but as far as the reality TV producers, it's kind of like a, a little bit of the wild west. Gotcha. And certainly for the participants of these shows. Okay. The good Let's news spend... is I have a lot less Mets games uh, to watch right now. <laughs> well, now that you're back on the East Coast, you get you can watch them at a normal hour, right? Oh uh, no, I hate the East Coast. I want to be back <laughs> on the West Coast. I I saw more Mets games on the West Coast. It was great. That's you know, true. Four o'clock starts, right? Yeah, four. The game starts at like four o'clock, and uh, you know the, everything. I want to go to bed, and uh, all these games go so late. And with the Met game, you started at four o'clock, and it's basically like you know, 
I don't even need to be there the first five or six innings. And then by the time I'm finishing up my work, you know, all right, here we go. Seventh, eighth, ninth inning. And, you know, it's only like, you know, seven o'clock. That's like uh, perfect for me. <laughs> I think about that, that too, when you're, because uh, Rob, you spent a lot of time in Los Angeles, but mm -hmm. like a football game, football games kick, kick uh, off at 10 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, that's, I like that done. too. That was good. Uh, that, you know, I do like having a little extra time to set my fantasy lineup. I'm not going to lie about that. But as far as, <laughs> as far as like the night games, like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think I saw the end of a primetime game in the last two years. <laughs> Very few, maybe five. Well, maybe the, now that the Jets might be on, you, uh, you might see a few. Yeah, I'll, I mean, I guess I'll be up for that, but it's sort of like uh, not ideal, <laughs> you know? And, and then like they win, and it's like, all right, well, that's great. Now I'm not going to go to bed for a couple hours. <laughs> now I'm pumped up. Yeah, it's true. Mm -hmm. Rob, as, as you mentioned, you've done, let's say, thousands of podcasts. Uh, what, what's been the, the most challenging part of, of putting together each and every one of those podcasts? there there's lots of different things that are uh very uh, that are d different challenges but for the mm -hmm. most part you know you have to you know just stay on top of like all the different things that you're going to podcast about so you can't just mm -hmm. come in and like not have watched the show that you're going to talk about or not be like knowledgeable to be uh talking about it and so there's a lot of like you know it's sort of like um it's fun but it's also can be a grind at times and so there's a lot of things that go into the podcasting but usually the podcasting is the fun part it's a lot of the parts that are you know it's it's a business and uh there's a lot of parts of it that aren't always fun that are sort of like around that you have to do to get to the part that is the fun part which is podcasting what is like something that's difficult uh to get ready for it's, you know, a running like a small business. So, you know, you have like a, a lot of, uh, you know, personnel issues that come up and, you know, it's also that we have a community around the podcast and sometimes there's issues, uh, in the community. And so, you know, you're also like, um, you know, trying to make sure like the marketing, uh, gets done and like all the other like little things that go into, you know, the distribution and stuff like that. And so sometimes like that can be challenging and, you know, just like the kind of stuff that you would deal with, like in any line of work. Um, how has... when do we throw the bagels <laughs> that's later that's later that's okay. towards the end that's towards the end yes that's way towards the end um how has social media helped basically your podcast rob has a podcast to get where it is today i was pretty early on in the days of twitter and you know um i really i started podcasting around 20 uh around the uh beginning of 2010 uh was when i started really podcasting where i was out of work and i'm like well let me just like make a podcast because it's like something i could put on my resume because i really just want to find a job right now and i look like okay i have something going on if i'm doing a podcast and that there were people that were on social media that wanted to talk about the different shows. And it was really like the first time around like 2009, 2010, 2011, that people like other than going to like a message board, it was like the first time that you could like sort of like connect around interests. And so I was able to be like pretty early in the game to be like connecting a lot of people that were fans of like these reality TV shows. 
And so uh, social media was certainly a big part of, you know, how we started to build a community around the idea of reality TV podcasting. And you've been able to build quite uh, a a base of, of fans and, and there's been a lot of podcasts, podcasts that part of the, the rap, right? R-H-A-P, R-H-A-P yeah. podcast network. Uh, you talk about Survivor and Big Brother, 90 Day Fiance, Amazing Race, News AF, which uh, is 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 really cool. I mean, how many podcasts are there now going on at any given time across across the network? Um, so yeah, so we have Robin's podcast, and then we also started post show recaps in 2014, which is like the scripted TV arm of what we do. And so it's hard. I mean, honestly, I don't even know. Uh, between like, uh, I mean, post show recaps, I think has more than us, and I feel like they probably have like 30, 40 different podcasts. Uh, that are going on covering like all of the shows that have come on in the last couple of years. I feel like that we have like 20 ish podcasts that are like in and out of season at a time where um, there's a lot of shows where it's like, okay, this season, this show's not on right now. So we're not making new episodes. But then when the show comes back, you know, we get the host back together and are uh, making episodes. Were you like one of the first podcasts to do that like live recap? of of shows whether reality or scripted yeah that's a really good question i'm i'm trying to think of uh if um how many other shows like did a thing live after the i i, I honestly i really don't know i i mean i think i just kind of thought that it was like you know from like all of the sports that we watch it was just sort of like okay well, this is the post game show um and the and uh, we started doing survivor know-it-alls in 2012 and we had been doing it like for big brother and it just seemed like okay well that's when people are talking about the shows and so we should go we should go live and like video streaming started to get to a point where we're like okay let's 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 try it and um yeah i don't know how who well i'm sure i can't imagine that we were the first but we were pretty you know early on in terms of like okay let's go live right after the episode and talk about what just happened have you ever considered podcasting about something other than reality or scripted television? Hmm. I, I don't know. I've never really, I don't know if I, if I know about anything else uh, to <laughs> podcast about it. Like I would, you know, I, I think about sometimes like I, I would want to like uh, talk about like different sports things, but I just would regurgitate what other people are saying about, um, you know, things from sports. So yeah, I haven't really, you know, uh, done. I probably, th- you know, maybe there's been things here or there that I've talked about, but no, not really. It hasn't. It's just I feel like that that's sort of been, you know, what I know is, you know, watching something and then talking about it. Uh, do you have a scripted television show that you wished you could have been on? Oh, <laughs> a show that I wish I could have been on, um, like like as a character in the show or like worked on the production. Either. Oh my god. Uh, boy, so many of the scripted TV shows, horrible things are happening. So I never have really imagined myself uh, in a- any of these other shows. So I really liked Succession. That was my favorite show in the last couple of years. Um, but I don't know if I necessarily want to. I guess I, if I could, it'd be fun to hang out with like um, the, uh, the the Roy family. So and that doesn't seem like too dangerous. Not too many people are getting like uh murder just a couple and that you know that seems pretty good that's better than say like you know the last of us or breaking bad or breaking bad yeah yeah that's you know so that seems like a better you know a better universe to be in for sure 
what about let's talk about the show that you were on of course yes. survivor it's been about 20 years uh since you appeared on survivor amazon uh, what comes to mind most often when when you think back to that time um you know it was just it was so fun I, I was so happy to go and do it you know i think that you know for a lot of people like they're really they suffer and it's very you know a hard experience and i, I don't want to say that it's not hard but you know, I did it at a point in life where I had just graduated from college and, you know, I had so much fun in Oswego and I, I didn't want to leave. Uh, I wanted to stay as long as possible. I managed to stick around for an extra semester uh, and I ended up, uh, you know, graduating in December of 2000 and I started working at an insurance office and it was very, I, I was very bored uh, doing that. And I was really loving the shows that were on. And I was like, oh, wow, this is going to be my, this is my dream to go be on one of these shows. And I had applied to be on Big Brother, actually. Um, and I just, I, I loved Survivor always, but I thought that I would die if I went on a Survivor. And so I, I ended up <laughs> going to uh, apply for Big Brother. And I, I got very close to getting cast on Big Brother in the summer of 2002. And they ultimately didn't pick me. And then a couple months later, I got a phone call and they said, hey, do you want to be on Survivor? And I'm like, okay, you're joking. And they said, no, no, really, we want you to come out to LA and audition. And I went out there and it was just like, I was just, you know, it was a dream come true. I was like a kid in a candy store every single day that I was out there, uh, even though we had no food and it was, you know, uh, bad conditions and everything like that. I was like, but this is a lot more fun than being in my office today. <laughs> <laughs> and what was what what was the casting like like what was it like going out to la and yeah i really hadn't um i'm trying to think if i had i, I had been to the west coast i think maybe one uh, once before for work uh but i had never been to los angeles before and i was just uh you know really excited but and then i was like so excited to be there and they you know lock you in a hotel for eight days uh and so you were just like in a hotel and then waiting for them to come in like, all right, come to this room and take a standardized test or like uh, come come to this room and then, you know, meet with producers in this conference room and then go back to your room. And you weren't allowed to like leave or go other places. Uh, you got like some time in the gym or some time by the pool. And then, you know, you, you got to go to like the restaurant, but you couldn't talk to anybody. And then, so I basically was just like, you know, sitting in my room watching DVDs for a few weeks, for a few, uh, it, was, it was like, I think maybe like a week straight, but I mean, it was fine. I, I, I mean, in the I end, in the end, a little know, bored, worked yeah. out, right? Yeah. Yeah. When you talk to people and I'm sure you, you talk to people all the time and when they, maybe when they don't know that you're on Survivor, they find out, or if they, if they knew you were, if they know you from the show, like what's one of the first questions they ask you? That people always like people that um, when they find out about sorry, they, they just want to know like about the, usually like the bathroom, like was it hard? Oh. Um, the, those are like the like, uh, but it's like, is, it's re is it real? Like uh, the, that's usually like the line of questioning. There's like some like people are just like incredulous about like that. It's actually it actually happens and you go there and then there's like a game going on. Uh, so, I mean, I, I get it, but yeah, people are very focused on like that, but like what the bathroom situation is and for your listeners, you, there's, there is no situation. <laughs> it's dig a hole, right? Well, a lot of people now they go in the ocean. Um, so that's, ah, that's all, but really that you don't really eat that much. So it's not a major, major ah. concern. 
like it might be. Let's go back to your days at Oswego. Rob and I pledged the same fraternity while we were in Oswego mm-hmm. in the spring of 98, which is a really long time ago, it feels like. Yeah, um, there was. 25 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, Happy anniversary. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary of running around. Um, how did you, how did Oswego come up in on your list of schools? Did you think of going Oswego? Was it one of those schools that you were just like, eh, I don't even know if I didn't know anything yeah. about it? So I, I didn't know anything about it. I really, you know, uh, I wanted to study uh, broadcasting that, you know, that was always my, I wanted to be doing something with, you know, broadcasting, television, anything that was like remotely related to that. And so I um, w- looked at like my parents basically like, well, you know, I guess had talked budget with me and said, okay, we're going to state university of New York. Okay, fine. Um, and it's like I have, this one. Ha- I there were. I feel like there was only like three or f- four, maybe that had a TV station at that time. And it was like this one has a TV station. Never really heard of it. I don't know anything that's going on there. Um, but my parents said I could go, and I got in. And I never looked back. I never even visited Oswego before I went. The first time I ever went there was for orientation. Really? You're yeah. My the, parents not were not one. one of these. That no. they were, I, I was. They were not people that were like, uh, like, hey, let's go on a college tour. Let's take you there. Let's like, uh, they basically. I looked at the brochure, and then um, I, it wasn't even like that. They had like a website that you could really like look at or anything like that. I mean, maybe they had a website in 1996, uh, but I, you know, they, it was not like you could go on YouTube and watch a video. I think that maybe yeah. the, you would hear like stories of people that there were ropes and there was blizzards <laughs> Yes, and I was just like, oh, my parents are going to let me go here. That, that's fine. I don't care. And you didn't let the wind hold you back while you're yeah. trying to walk through it. It's... Uh, yeah. I mean, I think I would have gone to Guantanamo Bay if it was, uh, you know, okay, well, it's not my parents' house. <laughs> Not to like slight, uh, you know, my, you know, my parents, like I it was get that it. bad, but I just was like, you're going to let me live somewhere else. Like, okay, fine. I'm I'm with you. Let I'm me see you. what it's like. So I was, I was like, I'm going far enough away that you're not going to show up at any moment in time. Mm-hmm. It, it mm-hmm. seems a, a running theme of the guests that we've had that are alumni that have never been to the campus before orientation or the first day that classes are. Okay, good. I'm glad. I'm in a good company. We went We went to summer orientation. My parents took me okay. there. And it's like, I mean, if you're going to go to Oswego, go in the summer. Yes. I mean, it's like, yeah. oh, this is nice. <laughs> this, school is, this school is awesome. Look at the beautiful weather that they have. Yeah. And there, there were no ropes though on campus when no. we went. No, I don't I think that was like in the 70s that that happened. Yeah. It was one of those myths, like the football team myth, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. All right. What's the football team myth, Jay? Let's go. Yeah. Well, I've never heard of it. What is the football Come team? Come on. Myth? We've, we've discussed this, haven't we? The whole thing about a player dying on the field and they canceled the program. I don't think it actually ever happened, but, you know. Oh, oh. my God. It was like, I mean, I remember hearing about this saying people saying it was like in like the 60s or 70s that it happened. And but I don't I don't think it ever actually happened. Pretty sure it was. Uh, See, I think we've all heard rumor. I heard that the the rumor was that Oswego dropped the football program so they could bring use those funds to bring a big act, musical act uh, to you know a concert uh, on campus. That, That was one thing that I heard. But. That sounds more plausible, though. But more plausible, yeah. We'll, we'll, have to get, we'll, we'll need to get our uh, investigation.
investigative team on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know. They got Bernie Madoff on the football team? <laughs> Pretty much. Oh, my God. Yeah. Pretty much. Rob, you chose to go to Oswego and you got involved with uh, the student radio station, WNYO, the student TV station, yeah. WTLP. I mean, what, what was your experience like there at, at those outlets? So I remember that I that there was like tryouts for the mm -hmm. for TV. And I just remember um, that, uh, you know, and I, I really I don't end up talking too much about Oswego. So uh, that you that you guys might need to remind me of uh so at the at the union in the basement right mm -hmm. there there that's that's where the the you know there was the tv station and the and the radio station and i remember them having like tryouts i remember like there one night and i feel like that there must have been like you know 50 60 70 people like going in for tryouts or whatever and i guess you must have had to do some sort of like audition for mm -hmm. for that and you were just like watch like I, I don't remember what they had you what they had you do, but there was like some sort of like audition. And I remember I went in and um, I guess I did uh, good enough, and they put me uh, like I got on to one of the night uh, new thir it was Thursday nights uh, in my freshman year of being there, uh, and so I was very excited about that. And I would spend like hours and hours like on the days of like the newscast. So, and I think my segment like ended up being like way too long. And like there was nobody like who like was like vetting like how much you had before you went on. Like I think I did like and it was like 1996, so it was like the Yankees were like making like a run, and that felt like that that was very like historic like at that time. And like I I think like the first the first time uh, I want to say it was it it might have been like my first uh broadcast might have been like the jeffrey mayer uh game oh, like the, like the first wow. game one of like I, I, either if it wasn't that it was like another maybe like the next game after that it was yeah. like that was like around the time uh that and i did like like i feel like uh like going back and like i, I still have the tapes like i did like a like a 10 minute sports cast uh <laughs> it was like a 30 minute uh, you're like your own show like and nobody was like that's excellent like hey kill it kill it kill it uh, that's great. um but yeah i was doing it and, and honestly i don't really remember like uh i remember being on the radio from time to time but i never really did like anything like uh like um too much i feel like at the i, I feel like i was mostly concentrated on the tv station your sports uh, anchor segments were kind of like a mix of of uh, stand up and sports. It, it was it yeah. I just ran, wanted to copy Sports Center. I, I wanted yeah. to be you know like Craig Kilborn and like uh, all guess. the people that were on uh, Sports Center. I mean Sports Center in the, it was so formative in the like uh, mid nineties, and that's really just like uh, what I wanted to do. It was like the one part of the newscast that like you kind of got to be creative uh you know you couldn't really like read the news and be like wacky or anything like that uh and the weather you know uh i guess there's like some opportunity there but i wasn't super interested in that uh and so I feel like the sports was sort of like uh, where i was just like it was like joke 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 like one, one fact about sports so was your was your thought then you were going to do something in in sports broadcasting i know you mentioned 
uh, you were grew up a big fan of game shows. So was it mm-hmm. game show? Were you looking to be a host there, or was, was I, it I don't know what there was. There was no good plan. Um, okay. I, I I feel like that. Um, I did not know how to get into anything in broadcasting, and like I graduated from college, and then I started working in the insurance office. I was like, um. I didn't know, you know, where to like if I knew knew somebody that like had an in of like go be an intern at this place, like I would have done I would have done it. Um I uh interned at like News 12 Long Island one summer. Uh I think it was maybe the summer of 1998. And then um I tried to get a job in the CBS station at Syracuse uh, that uh there was I knew a a, a woman at the or a, uh, somebody who uh, like was a classmate of college who had had that internship and I applied mm. for that and I didn't get that job but I think I would have like you know stayed in Syracuse I mean it really changed my life that I didn't get that job I would have stayed in Syracuse I think um, and like worked at the CBS Syracuse station if I would have gotten that job and other than that like I never really had another opportunity that like uh, I, I you know and bad on me I didn't like I wasn't like pursuing stuff but like I was sort mm. of like okay well this will be my backdoor plan is that like I'll just get on like Survivor or Big Brother and then and then I'll like somebody will give me a job, which like is kind of what happened. But it was like that was like not a good plan. <laughs> it's a you know, it's it's a plan. You just, you know, you took your uh, own route to your plan, really. <laughs> with yeah. Your, with your plan. Yeah. But think about uh, it. If you had gotten that job in uh, in Syracuse, maybe none of this ever would have happened. Yeah. Yeah, you know? I know. So who knows? Two more things from me. Um, first, the Jets. Yes, I have to touch on the Jets because you are, as I, as as many of us know, you are a humongous Jets fan. Yes, yes. You and a couple other guys from college were probably the, some of the biggest Jets fans I've ever met. Mm-hmm. Um, what's your thoughts? You know, Aaron Rodgers. They, were they just very got excited. Well, I, I've I've gotten to podcast a couple episodes of Hard Knocks, which is sort of like uh, I was not excited for the Jets to be on Hard Knocks. I thought it would be a distraction, but I've actually been very happy with like what it's uh, what they've put on Hard Knocks uh, these uh, couple of episodes, and I felt like, hey, well, it's a reality show. I guess maybe I I can talk about Hard Knocks. Um, so yeah, it's be, it's it's really really exciting. You know, the team looks great. That you hope that they could block for Aaron <laughs> Rodgers, and you know, I'm just trying to like be like positive vibes only because there's a, so many different ways that this whole thing could go sideways. And basically, <laughs> like I, at the end of this year, like Robert Sala and Joe Douglas could get five year extensions or they could get fired. You know, and then yeah. every every like Joe Douglas, uh, Robert Sala, Aaron Rodgers, like everybody could be gone in six months like uh or like we could win the super bowl <laughs> it, it is this is like high variance on like uh what could go right or wrong yeah i feel like like when we were back in college and the vinnie testaverde days and you guys were like freaking out because the jets were doing so well and you know it's obviously it's like the mets the very few and far between when you get mm-hmm. some of those some of those years so you guys, I just remember you guys freaking out. So I can imagine well, the rest. Yeah, of you I've guys never like been right more now. disappointed of like going into the 1999 football season where I was just like so convinced, like, all right, well, the Jets are going to win the Super Bowl this year. This is it. Uh, we, you know, we're ready to go. And then Vinny tears his Achilles in Game oh, One against the Patriots, and it's like, you know, that that's it. Season's <laughs> season's over. Is Week One. Yeah, I mean. 
they're not the only team that it, that's happened to before. But I mean, it's very much it's very much Jets like to for that. I to mean, happen. maybe like the 2008 Patriots uh, that that happened to them with with Brady. But I mean, they had won Super Bowls before. Like, right. I can't I, I can't think of too many times that it's like, uh, you know, the team that's favored to win the Super Bowl, like their quarterback goes down in week one. No, but then you also had those Jets teams that, you know, the Mark Sanchez teams that had, you know, that went to the conference championship game two years in a row. Yes, yes. Uh, and so, like, and that was certainly like uh, the, the second year was more of the disappointment uh, where that they just, um, you know, had gotten so close with they beat New England and then they just sort of like got their doors blown off in the first half against the Steelers. Um, but then they have what first in goal from uh, from the two or I mean, again, that confused with the Seahawks uh, Patriots, uh, but uh, they, they basically they and then they uh, don't, uh, you know, they don't get inside uh, and score a touchdown and the Steelers end up winning that game. Yeah, you know, it's and then hasn't really been anything since until now. So, you know, this is your mm -hmm. chance. This is your chance. Um, something we always like to ask everyone that comes on the show. Um, fan of the chicken patty. And if so, <laughs> what was on it? What'd you put on it when you went to when you went to the dining from hall? Oswego? The from Oswego well, I mean, chicken patty? Is there another chicken patty? I, I, mean, I don't know. Is there a chicken patty at the the City Field patty. or something? Yeah. No, of course Oswego. Um, Okay. Chicken patty no, I, day. I, I Come on, I everyone. Was, I think I'm a fan, and I think I'm a barbecue sauce guy. Mm. Oh, barbecue sauce. All right. Nice. Yeah. Anything else? Just barbecue sauce? That's it? Plain and barbecue sauce? I, you know, I haven't really thought about it uh, too much. <laughs> what other what other cafeteria stuff do you guys normally talk about? I mean, that's we, we ask everyone about chicken patty day. Chicken yeah. patty day is like... was it? I feel like it was more than once a week. It was twice a week. Yeah. 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 Uh, I feel I feel good about it. I, I think I would I would have one now if I went back. Of course. Of course. Yeah. So that yeah, that was I, I mean uh, a staple. But I feel like the burger wasn't bad either. No, the burger wasn't bad. But it chicken patty decent. day was like everyone <laughs> loved chicken patty day. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I think I feel I feel good about it. So it was solid. So solid. Yes. All right. Yeah. I'll take it. Yeah. One final question before we get you out of here. Uh, okay. Everyone uh, in Oswego loves the Oswego sub shop. Did you have a favorite sub? You know, I'm uh, then consider me the outlier. I was wow. never a sub shop guy. Like, I feel like I would, you know, I would order from if if it was, but I feel like I, I know everybody loves like the cheeseburger sub. I was never into it. Uh, and I'm not like super picky, but I just feel like that the sub shop, I think if anything, I think maybe I would get like, I think that maybe they have like an Italian, like that was like something with like, mm. like, uh, like chicken and like, uh, like marinara sauce. I think that maybe uh, I, I might've done that, but that might just be a, a fake memory. Uh, I was never a big sub shop guy. I was like one of my least favorite places to uh, get food from. Were you, uh. did you like Garofalo's? You know, I'm not a. I guess I'm not a big sub guy. Uh, I know that like uh, you go there and you get like a giant, gigantic uh, sub, but it wasn't my thing. Yeah. <laughs> Where'd you eat off campus? With the pizza balls or whatever it was from oh, the yeah, shed. Oh yeah, the pizza balls are very good at the shed. Uh, I feel like that. I I feel like I ate a lot of uh, like mobile pizza from uh, oh, the God. mobile station. <laughs> oh, um, God, and, then down the and then and then, <laughs> and then McDonald's uh, like was uh, right with you know yeah. where I used to, uh, that my uh, right one off, of right my right yeah live. one of my houses was uh, was right over there so. Yeah, I feel like that in the the bagel store uh, like was a was a good one. 
it, it was sub shop was not one of my top uh like favorites all right yeah, we'll, is we'll it still there? Work. Are they still, is yeah, still going? Still oh, yeah. Al yeah, Roker keeps the uh, like uh, funneling money into them. Yeah, <laughs> probably. It wouldn't surprise me. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. Um. Uh, no Mets talk. I mean, we, do we, we really want to talk, talk about Mets? Do we really want to talk Mets at this point? Yeah. yeah. Sure. Are, are you guys rooting for a tank? I mean, I'm not rooting for uh, them to win much anymore. I mean, <laughs> what's the point, right? I mean, yeah. Besides the fact that if they don't come in. If they don't end up with the sixth pick or lower, they yes. drop ten picks. Mm-hmm. I know, and then they're then they're beating the Pirates. What the what the hell are we doing? <laughs> I know, and they're winning tonight. So you know, it's like that. we need to lose. <laughs> These are the teams we need to lose to. <laughs> what are they doing? Uh, you know, we we did promise uh, we were going to ask. So have you have you thrown bagels? Have you participated in the throwing of the bagels? No. What do you, what? How do you? Th- why are you throwing bagels? Who are you throwing them at? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I don't think Rob know. knows the story, which is surprising. Wow. That is surprising. Are you right. going to any hockey games at Romney? Um, no, I, I I went to some and okay. they threw bagels at, at the hockey games. Yes. Well, well, that the was, you probably, I think you went earlier on in your college career, not, okay, when, yeah. not when they started throwing the bagels. Okay. Okay. So they, they used to throw, long story short, uh, when Plattsburgh would come into town. And when Oswego scored the first goal against Plattsburgh, people in Romney would throw bagels on the ice, like bagel representing bird food, I suppose, because it was the Plattsburgh Cardinals. So they throw the bagels on the ice and make a mess and they'd have to Zamboni the ice. And, were they like everything you know. bagels? I, I hope not. Some of them were. All yeah. different types of bagels. Yeah. <laughs> it was a mess. Absolutely. Wow. Mess. <laughs> I thought it, you were going to say like, right, oh. and then whenever... Uh, Oswego, uh, the, the goalie had a shutout. They would throw a bagel onto the ice, like uh, like to represent zero goals scored. Now, I thought that was that's actually why we were throwing bagels because in '98, Oswego shut Plattsburgh out in Plattsburgh for the first time in wow Plattsburgh history. No one had ever shut them out in their own building until '98 when Oswego did it, mm-hmm. and that's where I thought the bagels came from. But apparently, I'm wrong because. Yeah. Uh, that's not what Oswego has in their rink as far as mm-hmm. how the bagel story came about. Well, I say we go back and then when the other team shows up, we throw the chicken patties on the ground. <laughs> like, okay. You're yeah, frozen chickens. or unfrozen? Yeah, uh, well, they'll be frozen. Uh, it doesn't matter <laughs> when we throw them on the ice. Well, you know, since we're let, let's talk about, I, I think maybe a new, a new uh, season of Survivor, they should only be allowed to eat Taco Bell. <laughs> and then, and then let's, see, let's see what the that like a horrible looks idea. like there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I mean, uh, it would be, uh, be a messy a situation. Season. Explosive. Yeah. Run for <laughs> the border. A lot of holes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I would not want to be on that show. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, that Taco Bell was not also one of the places I would go to often. Uh, well, I don't blame you there. Yeah. Domino's. Pizza. Hut. Yeah, I feel like pizza. Yeah, the pizza. Like even Papa John's. Like Papa it was John's. not my favorite, but you know, you people would get it, and then they send that like uh, crazy bread or whatever. Those breadsticks. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The garlic dipping sauce. Oh, oh yeah. Excellent. Now, I Excellent was a Papa snack. John's guy because yeah. I was a college kid and I was broke and I was not going to pay eighteen dollars for a pizza from Pavone's, you know, or Cam's oh, yeah, or whatever. Pavone, so yeah. it was Papa John's, man. Yeah. Yeah. And they would get there quick. You know, they're close yes. to the campus. 
Well, that was, I mean, or Pizza Pub for like $3, you pizza get a pie. Pub. Get a mm-hmm. sheet. Remember that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was the worst pizza ever, though. It was like cardboard. Oh. You might as well have eaten mm-hmm. the box because it was hard. It was cardboard. <laughs> Rob, we appreciate you coming on tonight. We uh, we really enjoyed enjoyed talking to you, going down memory lane a little bit. Yeah, it's nice to catch up. Some Jets, some Mets, some Oswego. Yeah. Podcasting. Um, Rob has, as he said, a lot of podcasts, mm-hmm. more than 2,000, yes. way more than 2,000. Yeah, episodes, right. <laughs> uh, but Rob, we really appreciate it um, and uh, continued success with uh, with your podcasting. Yep, thank you so much. And that was Rob Sesternino of Rob Has a Podcast. Rob has a website as well, .com. Don't forget about that one. Uh, guys, I thought that was an, uh, I thought that was an excellent excellent episode so far with with rob uh you know a lot of insight um and you know it's been it was good to catch up yeah it was great to catch up and and we've seen this when when we talk to several of our guests where you know that as the saying goes when uh, a window is closed the door opens up or whatever it was a door closed the windows opens up so rob (laughs) whatever it's supposed to be whatever it is you know you know what i'm saying (laughs) like rob didn't get the 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 internship at Channel Five. Yeah, then he went yeah. on to do something else. He didn't get the spot on Big Brother. He wound up getting on Survivor instead, and that yeah, the rest is history from there. Yeah. So it is it is crazy how, and I'm sure all of us have have come to that um, fork in the road, and we wonder sometimes what would have happened if if I zigged instead of zagged. Yeah, oh, and, totally. or, or if I had gotten that job I applied for, things would have been totally different. Yep. Yeah. For thousand sure. percent. I, yeah. I, there's a couple of times in my life I could have been like, if I had gotten that job or if I did this one, like at least two or three times, you know, yep. yeah, exactly. hindsight's 2020. Yep. I mean, I, I have a story where, uh, I had a internship lined up with Q104.3, which was a classic rock radio station in New York city. So I'm like, all right, I got this internship in the Kevin's bag. I'm dream. ready to go. Yeah. My dream. Uh, I'm like, all right, I got this internship. I'm ready to go. And and then I, I talked to, I met someone at an Oswego alumni com dinner and I told her what I was doing. And she, I, I was a big sports fan and she's like, what the hell are you doing? You should be applying for WFAN for an internship there. And I'm like, you know what? I have nothing to lose. Uh, I already got an internship in the back pocket. So let me do that. And I wound up applying for an internship at the fan and I got it. And I sent a letter out to Q104 saying, uh, bye. <laughs> I quit <laughs> before I ever started. Uh, and and then from there on, like really it kind of set a path uh, for me uh, career-wise where I interned at the fan and then I wound up working there shortly after college. So uh, it's kind of weird how, how things, you know, turn out. Like if I had yeah. gone on to that internship at Q104, who knows? Like yeah. I would have been fetching donuts and, but Making maybe you would have gotten a like, job as a DJ on, on, you could have been Jim Kerr in the morning. Yeah. No, thanks. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I have a, I mean, I, once we graduated from college, you know, I was sending out resumes, like literally I would send out tapes. I would send out yeah. just like stacks, like this high of like, of just envelopes with, with resumes in them to like any mm-hmm. radio TV station in the country. Like Bumble, you know where, Louisiana. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I saw this posting for a sports anchor job in Zanesville, Ohio. And 
I know where Zanesville, Ohio is now. I didn't know where it was back then. I was going to ask. I don't even know where Zanesville is. It's like not far from Columbus, but um, I got a call back. I got it. I got a phone interview. Um, they they had said that they wanted to talk to me more, and then I never heard back from them at that point. So, um, I was like, but what? Who knows what would have happened if that? You know, at that point, you know, and it. But whatever. That's like the same thing happened to me at a station, a little radio station in North Adams, Massachusetts. It's uh, North yeah. Adams. Oh, we'll get back to you. Okay. Oh, Still waiting for that call, you know. <laughs> I'm waiting by the phone. <laughs> damn it! <laughs> Thirty years later. So, do you guys, uh, if there was a if there was a reality show that you wanted to go on, past or current? Is there one that you would like to do? Um, so I would I would do the real world back in the day, like the back when, you know, in the 90s, the MTV show. I always thought that was a great show. I loved it. I was a, a religious watcher of of that of that show. Um, was that one of the first reality TV it, shows? It was one I of the, it, it was, was one right? of the first reality TV shows, you know, they had, I think, I think they started in San Francisco, if I'm not mistaken, I want to say. So yeah, it rings a bell. Yeah. I think, um, I think that might've been the first one, but I remember the one I loved the most was, do was two. I remember New Orleans and New York and those were like towards like the later nineties. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I remember those. And I was, I just was like enthralled with it and i was like you know but then again i my my personality probably wouldn't have meshed well on that on that show because i would have been like oh f yourself like i'm not dealing with your drama i'm sorry leave me alone so you know and considering they love drama you know but yeah that i that that's probably why i wouldn't want to go on any of those types of shows but i i would like to do like a like a cooking reality show like a i don't know like master chef or hell's kitchen you know can you cook I, I do. I love cooking. Yes, I, I, I can cook. Uh, I, I've never, I've never, I've been told I should apply to do it, but I've never had the confidence and I still don't have the confidence to like actually do it at that level. Cause it's like, that's like a whole nother level of like home cooking. I've never um, watched those shows before in my life. I, so I love, I, I, love I know all shows. of them, but I've never watched them before. Food network is my jam on the weekends. Oh really? Yeah. I love it. I, love it. I, kitchen is my worst nightmare. Like I hate the kitchen. <laughs> Like, <laughs> I just, I don't cook at all. Really? I, I hate cooking. Like some people wow. love it. Some, I, I used to have a roommate. She was like, she got it, found it like therapeutic. I find it to be like a chore. I'm like, this is the worst thing in the world. <laughs> I, I will like, legit cook you a three course meal. Like well, I, you can cook me a three course meal any day. <laughs> <laughs> What's your go? Do you have a go-to meal, Chris, that you cook most often? So I I like to cook a lot of fish. So salmon is okay. usually one of my my main dishes. Um, lamb in the winter time it's You're a lot so more, Greek. I know, right? <laughs> in the winter time it's more casserole type dishes. So uh, uh, I, I keep it pretty simple at home. But if you know if I have company or whatever, I'll I'll kind of step it up a little bit and get fancy. So, but you, uh, Kevin. I'm- uh, I, I really, I'm like a one trick pony. Like I'll, I'll cook chicken breast and I'll actually do a side of, I'll mix like Brussels sprouts, carrots, and potatoes together, like in olive oil. And 
throw them on a sheet pan and throw that in the oven and you know there you go like that's uh that's my my extent that's the extent to which i cook you're not making any purees or anything like that no 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 uh no uh yeah not not in my house me and my wife we don't cook neither of us (laughs) cooks my kids my kids starve (laughs) my kids are like what's for dinner i don't know make yourself so those little uh, chicken nuggets that are shaped in oh, dinosaurs. Totally, mm. totally. My kids, my kids' palate is, Mwah. you know, spaghettios, baby, chicken nuggets, oh, pasta, oh, oh, mac oh. and cheese. Oh, that sounds terrible. It all sounds terrible. It's funny because I, you know, I grew up in a in a household that my mother cooked every day. So did so I. I. That's I, kinda, I same here. You know, that's why that's where I learned and kind of got that passion to like. Yeah, that, this is what I got to do. So, yeah, I, a lot of people are in your boat where it's like, you know, we'll just we'll get out of the freezer and throw it in the oven and call it a day. No, I my please. I was my mom cooked every day, pretty much, you know, and I just hate it. <laughs> it's not my thing. You know, my sister not, not likes even, cooking, but not, not even me. a crock pot. They throw some. I mean, I'll do. Pot. You know what I like to make, actually, when we have company over? I got a recipe for a um that I that I found for like a pulled brisket. Ooh. And I put it in a crock, put it in the crock pot. Yeah. And that's actually I actually that's one thing I actually don't mind making, but that's not something I can make all the time because there's so much yeah. freaking brisket that like that's yeah, you know what I mean? Like how much brisket can you eat? Like I love brisket, <laughs> don't get me wrong, but like, you know. After the third day, it's like, yeah, I've had exactly. I'm constantly and putting it on <laughs> potato buns and stuff like that. I'm like two at a time. I'm like there's only so much I can eat, you know. But that would probably be the one thing that I actually do like to make. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I got nothing. Chris is an outlier. I am the outlier. Yeah, there's. I I, I just yeah I just love it. I love it. <laughs> okay. Well, you'll make dinner and- for us one day. Yes. <laughs> oh, and you should it. apply. Yeah. Apply for that show, yes. Chris. I say go away. That's absolutely say, way over my it. head. Chris, you can't let no, you can't care. you can't you can't regret. You can't have regrets, man. You gotta oh, do I, it. I won't regret it. I shall regret going and looking like an idiot. No, see that's the that's that's the thing you, you shouldn't regret. You should gave it a try. You gave it a try. You gotta do it, man. See, Rob tried out for Big Brother and Big Brother talked to Survivor and said, hey, you should put this Rob kid on. <laughs> and Survivor did. So, Chris, you never know. You show yeah. up and they're like, oh, we like this. We, we like this Chris kid. Let's put him on uh, one of our other shows. You know, uh, the, play up your, and, play up, you know, you play up your Greek side a little bit. Yeah. You know, like, like maybe they're well, developing just- a series called My big fat kitchen meal. And, yeah, just, and they need someone Greek to do it. And there you go. You're just going to walk right in and i'll just come out the pilot episode freaking just breaking plates everywhere yeah i mean it's uh you speak greek right little little bouzouki in the corner guy playing a bouzouki little baklava like uh you know yeah i love i'll make baklava every day man i love baklava so sweet though that's the only thing little spanakopita Yes. Oh is that the spinach thing? Spinach, spinach yeah. pie, spinach with uh, I would, I'm no with cheese in it. Uh, with, with feta cheese. My my mother makes a a variation of it with feta cheese and ricotta cheese, and it's just mm. so creamy. Oh my god! Sign me up. It's wonderful. <laughs> I might try that. Actually, I don't like spinach, but I might try that. It's it, it doesn't taste like spinach when it's cooked. 
when I when I was a, when I was a kid, my mom made this uh this spinach lasagna, oh, and it was wow. like she lied to me and told me it was parsley, <laughs> and I ate it because she knew if I had, she knew if I had known it was uh if I had known it was spinach, I wouldn't have eaten it, and I ended up having like three pieces of it, and then after like my whole family's laughing at me, and I'm like why what what's so funny? And they're like you guys you don't even know it was in there, and I was like what? They're like that was spinach. I was like what? No. And at that point, I was like, well, I like it. So, oh, well. Well, maybe instead of applying for the for the shows, uh, I can just do like a like a Instagram show or something of, of what I'm cooking. And we'll go from there. Yeah. We'll cooking with Chris. Baby steps. Baby cooking steps. Cooking with Chris. Perfect. Cooking with Chris. Okay, you can do it on a podcast. <laughs> Come on, Chris. You got to do it, man. You got to do it. Next time, throwingbeagles.com. That, that's your this thing. This is Chris you just cooking. Joined- you just joined Instagram, just doing threads. See? I barely know how to freaking use Instagram. That's okay. You're learning. You're getting better at it. You could join the TikTok. You got it. The TikTok. The TikTok. <laughs> We've never sounded so old. <laughs> of course, that's why I said it. Oh, that's great. It's like we are the interwebs. The yeah, the, inter- the information the, superhighway. The, the inter- on the Google. line, on the line. You go on the line, on the line. go to the TikTok. <laughs> and do the inter-Google. And do it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, God. Man, how do you keep track of it all? So I. It's not easy. Uh, no. And Chris, you're you're a pro at it. So you've yeah, done a great job social, for us. Social media guru. So, Throwing Bagels podcast, social media guru, Chris Douglas. So, all right. I guess that'll do it for this edition of the Throwing Bagels podcast. Don't forget, check us out online, throwingbagels.com. You can email us, throwingbagelspodcast at gmail.com. Our thanks again to Oswego alum, Survivor alum, uh, creator and host of Rob Has a Podcast, Rob Sestadino for joining us uh, on this edition of Throwing Bagels. And again, check out his website at robhasawebsite.com. Thank you again for joining us. I think my blog is coming up next. It's going to be a surprise. You'll you'll oh, find out wow. on Monday. Wow. Yeah, I don't know I what like I'm going to write about. All right. we'll, we'll, we'll figure something out. It's usually what my blogs are. I have no clue what to write about until, you know, Five days before, and I'm like, "Oh, I got it now." Yeah, yeah. I, I, mean, I angrily wrote mine just. Before yes, you were angry. Out, so I was very angry. <laughs> yes, you you certainly have some thoughts about college football, uh, to to say the least. Such a so. gimmick. <laughs> so take care, uh, and we will see you again in a couple of weeks. And if you can believe it, football will already be upon us. By the time we, That's we speak crazy. next, crazy, which is insane. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but so also we, at the same time. Uh, yes. See, uh, Jay, uh, you you blogged once about how like the spring is the best time of the year, and this might be a close second. Is the oh, fall is when close second? Is. Yeah, yeah. football. It and... depends on 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 your on your sports. You know, That's true. enthusiasm. Yeah. A lot of people think this was number one, but. Baseball playoffs and and football and college football and hockey's on the way and basketball's getting ramped up and European it football. is yeah so we will uh, we will actually be talking uh, Syracuse Syracuse football and Syracuse basketball and a few other things with uh, News Channel Nine Sports Director Stephen Fonte 
uh, on our next podcast. So we are very much looking forward to that. So stay tuned and we'll see you then. Thank you, Jason. Thank you, Chris. Thank you. So long. Bye-bye. 